Today's episode was such a joy to record and it was such a joy to be in Lucy's presence. We talked about being empowered versus being in power. We talked about sacred sexuality, self-discovery, body wisdom, the male gaze, survival mode, the reptilian brain, healing and awakening. It really is just kind of like we're hanging out in our living room together chatting and that's like what all of the episodes have turned into with this podcast, which I freaking love. So a little bit about my guest, Lucy Alice Leticia. Lucy is a psychic and intuitive business mentor. She guides women to connect to their intuition for the liberation of their truest expression. Lucy leads with her pleasure as a mentor for visionary women ready to reclaim their power. And as a guide, teacher, and healer, she walks alongside her clients to guide them into turning on their uniquely, magically blended gifts and bridging and amplifying their connection with their spirit guides. And before we dive in, I'll show you a little peep on what's coming up in this episode. It's just like, you free to think whatever you think. This is my own journey. And it's just like, she's not imposing that on anyone else's. And my journey is my journey and I never want to impose that on anyone else. I respect every opinion. Um, I respect them. Whatever you think, it's your thought, it's your process. It's not mine. And this is the biggest thing in the world that when we get to that level of, I respect either or answer with no judgment, you do you kind of thing that's a definitely definitely different energetics and it's just beautiful to to be in those kind of rooms to be honest welcome to openly spoken the podcast to help you show up speak out and be seen Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded, to get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, take what resonates in this podcast, leave out what doesn't resonate, and take some time to reflect and to contemplate. And if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you into Heart Magic. Heart Magic is my 11-day breast massage course for women. It's 11 days of sensual self-care for you to slay your shame, expand your nervous system capacity, and silence your inner mean girl. And in Heart Magic, you will be guided to feeling deeply grounded into your body, 
balancing your energy of doing and being productive, getting things done versus the energy of being and receiving and being still. You might even have a spiritual awakening to what it means to be a woman. You're going to release who the world tells you to be and step into your own defined identity. There's so much juiciness in here. And I invite you to click the link in the show notes to find out more. And if you are interested in this program and you want to dive in, I have a code for my podcast listeners. Just use the code podcast and you'll get $30 off of your enrollment. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I'm delighted to chat with you. And we were just talking about like feeling empowered in our bodies. And uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to continue that. I can. Yeah, I can relate I, with I you. Even, yeah. Uh-huh. And I said empowered, but like it's not empowered. It's really much, much in power because in power, I feel like yeah. there is a, that that very, very slight thread of be being in power and empowered empowered it feels like there is still someone holding the reins for you mm, so but good empowered, so true. it's like you like it's just like i don't need you to hold the reins or hold mm-hmm. the fort for me i'm like whatever i decide and yeah it's it takes fucking balls and i'm sorry for cursing and using no, those it's words okay it's welcome um, <laughs> because i don't have balls i'm a woman but it's kind of what it feels it takes like ovaries big old ovaries, ovaries. <laughs> or boobs or whatever <laughs> I love it. yeah being naked in the internet yeah something like that <laughs> <laughs> so funny um but i could totally like agree with you that i feel the most empowered in power that i've ever been which i love what you just brought up about that I totally agree with you. That's why I recently changed my on my Instagram. It used to mm-hmm. say women's empowerment men- mentor and I changed it to a liberation mentor. I'm like liberation sounds way more like who I'm free, I'm self-expressed, I feel at home in my body. Oh, like empowerment is like yeah, there's something like a, still a little chamber. sticky it's there. The foreplay of power. It's always yeah. like what I'm like, as a psychic is kind of what I, oh, like I saw it la- like a few months ago and I was like, it's basically you are in, in the room, you, it's, you're going through, it's an escape room, like you're going into <sighs> the escape room, you're looking for the keys and then you have to find the power to put the keys in the, in the door and turn the door and open the door into something you don't know about. And she's <laughs> like, I'm going in and it's. <laughs> And it's like, you open the door, it's full light, and you're like, oh, what am I doing? And like, there's a lot of people that say, I'm going to close this door, empowerment is fine, let's just stay there. Mm. And like, well, like most people are just like, if you really are putting the keys on the door, just open it and just like, yeah. let it sit out of like the whole feelings of what it is to be in power. And in yeah. power is also being vulnerable, feeling all the feels, feeling sadness, feeling fucking like on the top of of the world uh, on the top of the wor- world but everything it could be everything in a split second is yeah everything which is i love how how beautifully like illustrated that like that liberation really takes 
again ovaries or whatever it is <laughs> take eyes I don't know <laughs> or eyes like it takes like an open heart and like just courage to go into those depths of yourself that you're afraid to to look at like we were even talking about before we recorded how um there's someone who does a podcast where people are naked and you're like yeah I don't I don't mind being naked and how there's a part where it's like ooh, for me for me as well I love to just be free and be naked and be you know even on the podcast right now, like, you know, I'm not wearing very many clothes, but like on the internet and out in person when I'm walking, I tend to cover up my body because it feels unsafe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It feels like something bad is going to happen to me. Mm. And I, and I know that it comes from like, you know, past things in relationships that I need to process. And that's like recently come up where I'm like, Oh, (laughs) Okay, here's where it started. <laughs> and I do feel there is another layer that's for every woman, mm-hmm. which is all about to do with the men gaze. Oh, yes. Let's please talk about that. I haven't talked about that on this podcast in a while. <laughs> men gaze is, it's it's hard for, like, and I, you, if you'd never heard about me, the hard word, it never comes. It's very, very rarely you see it, like you're going to hear me or I'm going to write that because I, I have done a lot of work around that. But it's hard because the man gate is also being like in the, the position of like, you might just by being there, ignite sexual rising to someone else's without mm. doing anything. Yeah. And this is deemed like we have been conditioned to really know this is unsafe. It's like it's been for generation. We need to cover up because men cannot control themselves. And it's kind of like the men gaze is the worst thing that could happen to you because you're like, oh my God, I did not cover enough. And it's the, and it comes back to, and I know it's probably going to be a, a hard word to say again, but it's kind of coming back from the, the culture, the rap culture. Someone gets. Mm. Someone yeah. like someone took over some women, a, a woman, the women power, which is lying into her womb, her sacral, and mm-hmm. it's like, what were you wearing? What did exactly. you do anything with this current situation? Can you tell me? Yeah, <laughs> like I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. So, mm, and what's really what's really the issue here that most people don't like to talk about, and like I totally get it. It's totally triggering, is recognizing that men have a lot of like blocks with being able to feel being able to like like they have a lot of they have a lot of freedoms yes but there's certain freedoms that they don't have or there's certain like kind of like standards and stereotypes that they have that breeds this behavior of treating women in a way that's not respectful which is so ironic because when you when you dive into your own sexual healing work, um, I don't know how your experience is with that, but for me, like diving into my own sexual healing stuff completely changed my view on what sex was. And I'm like, whoa, wow. Like <laughs> it's this beautiful, artistic, spiritual thing, but my whole life 
I was taught it was like a like yes, I don't even it. let's put it yeah, this way. Exactly. <laughs> and count is like, nah, that's not really that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, and, it could be that if like you're feeling a certain way and that but that's okay. like one aspect of like so many different layers and beautiful like and that again takes a like a bravery and a courage to open that door to be raw, to be vulnerable. You can't have a sexual experience like that if you're not open and raw and vulnerable. Oh my gosh, I love that conversation. <laughs> like I didn't expect it to go this way, but I'm like, right? I'm, I'm all ears. Like, where are we going? Um, yeah, and I, I don't like. We all are our own level. Like we, we cannot measure what level of sexual healing we are. Um, at the end of the day, but like, mm-hmm. personally, like when you were saying, I was like, yeah, like my. My Yoni introduced herself like a couple of weeks ago and she has a name and it's the most random name ever. And like when I said it to my friend, it was like, that's so random. And like, it's just like, no, that does not lead top Jessica. And she was like, who's Jessica? <laughs> it's like, this is her down here. I was like, what are you saying? And again, it's just, it's fun. Like, you know, and some people was like, what are you doing? What are, is it? Like, and it's just the name that came to me. And uh, maybe because of the psychic abilities, like, she kept saying that. And every time I say the word, it's just like, ding a ding ding And I was like, okay, there is something <laughs> there. Um, but, you know, what you were saying about, like, the... Um, the sexual empowerment is well. like the sexual empowerment is the first step but then it's being in full power of the of, of, of sexual self which is mm-hmm. it's sacred like the biggest thing that we are yeah. we like i'm seeing in the world what's happening as well in the like in the modeling it's really changing of like instead of like this is just sex or it's just pl- self-pleasure or whatever it's a sacred rendezvous with you it's a sacred yeah. discovery of who you are and like this for me the sexual power is also realizing that your body is talking to you and not just in yoni side every part of your skin mm-hmm. has something mm-hmm. to tell you and yeah. the thing is when you treat it well it's going to be treating you even better yeah and it's just this is very a, a super turn on thing <laughs> yeah yeah Mm. yeah Yeah, it's true you need that like relationship with yourself on that level before you can have that same thing with other people and then oh where do we go from here (laughs) like the the thing is that like maybe some people is like how do you start and I'm like it depends where you are in the world like I'm personally in Europe so it's not really common but like I know in Australia it's pretty pretty big um mm. it's like kind of going into women's circle first of all like and I know in Europe like circles are very it's everywhere looking for a women's circle where you can come and just talk and the thing is when you are lying in around the circle if you come with the intention I'd love to heal this some mm-hmm. if you don't take the voice someone in the circle will voice it out for you mm-hmm. and you realize that you're not the only one and they were going to share their stories and then you're going to feel called to share your story and this is how we mend and how we really heal the sisterhood and we heal our own self sexual um he- like wounds and everything so um that's coming to for me would be the first thing i would i would say to to a woman there just like how do i do that like that sounds interesting or like hell no but like there is like, like <laughs> hell no but you know 
this should be the per the first step to do. But I know I have um I have a friend and she's also was in my podcast, which which um she's in Australia, but she does yoni massage. Mm -hmm. Yoni massage is like literally having someone massaging your yoni and the outside and the inside which is very could be very triggering for a lot of women but it's also in the ancient world that was the women uh initiation because we have like mm. men has kind of a level of initiation like for a long time they were going hunting or they had to work leave by themselves for a few days blah 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 and women had their own activation their own initiation into you no longer girl you are becoming a woman and the yoni massage were that activation of like, this is the part I sacred and you need to know what it does. Mm, yeah. Because you're not letting anyone like coming in like this, you are sacredly yeah. choosing. And then that was kind of the, it, it, throughout the year, like throughout the world with like the kind of, I don't like this word, so I'm not going to use it, but like the men trying to overpower women you heard it's the word with the p but i don't i don't <laughs> i don't subscribe to that word um so i'm not going to say it uh it's it's been kind of like trying to muzzle a lot of the power of women and power of women is always is usually lying into between our legs let's be honest um we are a vessel a reception mm -hmm. we are being designed to receive Mm -hmm. and it's just you know and it's like you know you shouldn't be doing anything around here it's like basically you're not allowed to receive anything mm. or it needs to be in a pain in in a painful emotionally or physically um and that's normal which is mm. not just be it this way that was a heavy subject but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah saying that is the it, they, like there is a, a big a big part of the um, of the initiation that is happening now mm -hmm. like the initiation like I'm not I'm not saying you should go and book yourself a yoni massage if you like hell no that's not going to work for you but it's just just knowing it is it's just yeah. a seed that's been planted and you like might be exploring another way of of exploring your sexuality um in on your or by yourself or with others and I don't need I don't mean going and masturbating in front of everyone <laughs> however that's also a circle that exists many yeah. many ones in the world um but it's not for everyone you know let's yeah. put it this way <laughs> yeah you have to be ready for that like emotionally spiritually because mm -hmm. if you do that before you're ready then that's it's like trauma. a violation <laughs> yeah yeah you're traumatizing yourself trauma. yeah mm. yeah definitely but yeah, yeah. It's the, um, that's kind of like when we were talking about sexual, like power is like, that's what's one of the big things, but like the, usually, and I don't know about you and, but my sexual empowerment that turned into power did not happen the first thing. My spiritual awakening came way before mm -hmm. this part of my body were, okay, I'm ready. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's the same thing for you. Yeah, me too. I had a spiritual awakening in like when I was like 24 because of mm -hmm. yoga and breath work. Mm -hmm. And the sexual awakening honestly happened last year. So very new still for mm -hmm. me. And like that's all that's like 
in my opinion and in my life experience, when you have a spiritual awakening, like it's not just that time. Like if you stay curious and you stay on this path of like, you know, I'm curious about this. I'm going to learn about that. I'm curious about that. And you like stay open to signs that the universe gives you then mm-hmm. you're going to have spiritual awakening after spiritual awakening after spiritual awakening. You ready? Buckle <laughs> <Look laughs> up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have brought popcorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Mm-mm. laughs> be ready. You'll probably be horror movies at some level sometimes. But yeah, I agree with you. And um, my my personal, sp- uh, like the first step of my awakening was in 2017 when christmas eve or whatever christmas holidays i was in a car park and i was reversing mm-hmm. very very slowly and i very very slowly bumped into someone else's car but like it was just like touch it was like it was just like oh uh-huh. i went too far it was like not you know kind of yeah, yeah. like nothing like and i didn't know the person the guy was in the car and this guy got bonkers a family man got bonkers and, tr- and started attacking me and to block me to get out so I couldn't I couldn't leave um and I was opening I opened my window and it came into my car and I thought it took my car keys because you know when that happened you're like it's all red you cannot really think through Mm. it just like run for your life you cannot run okay um fight like you know just kind of play dead for your life he's coming at you so what is the next thing it's like you know going after your life like just going in fight I did not fight physically but it went kind of like energetic like big boof and I was like I left this like nothing happened the guy like it was with his wife so i i do suppose they were fighting and when that happened it was like the fight moved to me um Mm. and it's just it was a very triggering experience and i was like i lost me and i was like what happened there i just Mm. never want to feel like that ever again in my life so i started therapy Mm-hmm. which we healed in one session this iteration but it's just like I, I kept like nothing happened the guy was not injured or anything like that but I kept running home and I said I'm going to jail I'm going to jail I'm going to jail I just don't know what and I was like calling my partner I'm going to jail why and he's like because I nearly run over him I was like because my head I was like run over him and like I never did this but I was like the whole yeah. that just that think it's like what if I drop into that voice and I was like I don't want to be that person and you know in full like when doing the work in therapy the big thing that happened and showed up was like yes you were in your reptilian brain you got attacked Mm. you tried to leave you couldn't leave Mm -hmm. you tried to play dead it came at you so what Mm -hmm. did you have all the choice you had to you had to fight Mm-hmm. and the fight response was really scared like scared me because I was like I don't want to be in a fighting mode like this ever in my life but this was my first iteration of awakening mm. but it was the unintentional one it's kind of the crack of like oh if I actually retrace what happened that was kind of that was the first something yeah. is can be changed you know mm-hmm. and and then like the biggest one were when I gave birth to my first daughter I saw that in your Instagram, like how that yeah. wasn't an, an initiation. Like you have a such place a where you're like, initiation. yeah, such a deep initiation. And in a sense, I don't wish it to anyone, but at the end of the day, yeah. that might happen. Um, you just need to like, 
the big thing it was like I got this my soul need, knew that it was my my initiation that it was what what was needed for me to seek for deeper meaning in my life mm. because I was like okay what's happening there I was like I gave birth to my daughter and I, I kept saying to everyone I gave my birth in the emergency section was very traumatic to me just to, for a side note for anyone that is listening but mm. um I was like if I did not have her with me I was like am I even a, a mom and I was telling that everyone that all my friends that don't I didn't have a crazy amount of friends that had kids but I was like I know I am a mom that's kind of a no but don't feel like I'm a mom. I love this baby, mm-hmm. but there is something missing. Mm. And it took me five months and a half and go to a three-day retreat to give birth to her energetically. Like I'm saying, I used to say mentally, but that was not really the case. And like that, yeah. and at the full release of like, oh my God, I'm a mother. Because my whole body was designed to be like, you're going to give birth to her naturally, naturally, and did not mm. happen. Yeah. So my whole my whole thing was like you fail. The mm. only thing you were supposed to do, you couldn't do it. You were such a failure. And I'm actually even telling you that I was like I didn't even realize those words at the time. But you fail. Like you know you are designed to give birth through the canal and you didn't. Mm. And I, it's just like that was the first like the going giving her to birth to her and then that would be my first step of like the initiation of my sexual empowerment was like 2019 like 2019 yeah when i actually had a healing session around my room because that right was on I time had so before much anger. <laughs> right mm-hmm. on time before the pandemic right? yeah um <laughs> yeah that was another initiation isn't it um yeah, but... for all of us <laughs> but that was the best one i i yeah. know my i might be a weirder one but yeah, I I agree. Like I I know that so many people, you know, lost family Don't members. Feel that. Mm. Well, not, I lived in New York City in the beginning of the pandemic, so like <gasps> I actually knew people who who passed away and it was really scary, but like that for me at least and I know for a lot of people freed me from needing to work for someone else because it really showed me like, hey, this job that you have here in New York City where you're making the most money you've ever made before, it's not stable either. Mm. So you might as well stop waiting to start your business, which is what I always really wanted to do. And you might as well do it now, you know, and it was such a also just the the invitation to have nothing on my schedule was great. (gasps) best thing ever and I know like I know like as you were saying there is people that like have another story but like personally at the beginning I I got fed with the fear Mm. you know I was like I was like in very deep fear and then at some point I was like what am I doing I never watched news what am I changing this for Uh. (laughs) and I came back to stopping watching news and like withdrawing from it and I was like I actually feel better like not to have to be conscious of this. It's just like, I don't need to have this in my mind all the time and being reminded of it all the time. And the idea of like, for me was the biggest initiation was everyone is at home with the kids anyway. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, if I don't want to do anything, I don't have to do anything. But also if I do something and my kids are roaring in the background, that's life. And like, I only had one child at the moment, at the time, but it's just the, whatever 
because for a really long time there was like a big stigma around like like you need to be doing some that weird level of nine to five even though you were in business for yourself but because you have kids mm. you should not show that you're a mother because mm. you're business women before first and foremost when you're in your business which I don't believe that is but it's just the yeah. big thing around the whole the full ownership like the full 360 of like this is the whole me and you like I am home with my kids so whatever yeah. <laughs> you're not liking it I just can't change that <laughs> so yeah that has been a very deep change and the ownership of like yeah like I have a schedule and my schedule is around my kids so I'm not I'm not saying I'm don't want to work with you it's just this is the way it has to be if you want to work with me which mm -hmm. is so different than before of like the person would be saying I can't do this day and you're like oh, that doesn't really suit me but okay mm, and I'm like yeah. no my days are those days and yeah you know I'm I am either way I honor your decision but yeah I just don't need to be working around someone else's schedule and again i'm not saying i'm not going to be accommodating because sometimes you know the person also have kids and it's not accommodating to them so we'll find out but there is a lot of things that we don't voice out we're not coming in um like someone comes and just jump in the middle of your week and you're like i actually didn't want to work that week yeah <laughs> because yeah. cycle like we were talking about cycle before we did the rec uh, recording and like you have a week of the month you're like yeah you kind of need to integrate that week and mm. you're like actually that does not sit well on my calendar of that week that I cannot be around people <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> not because you're angry or anything like that it's just like your body is shutting down so you need to honor that and at something like before the pandemic there was a lot of women who would be like okay that doesn't suit me but like Oh, well, I do it, you know, and yeah. I'm like, actually, this week is already fully booked, even like it's fully booked with me. And I, how about the next week? Mm -hmm. And this is powering it. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it like you show up better in your business and for the people that you're like serving or even just recording a podcast with if you're honoring yourself first and foremost, because then on the energetic side like when you're on the call you're bringing like excitement and you're like yay i'm happy to be here instead of mm -hmm. being like oh fuck i gotta yeah oh, all right let me put a fine. smile on my face and... <laughs> Hi. Hi. yeah no that doesn't work for me definitely not but you know i know it's your podcast but there is something that i sh chatted with you yesterday that you mm -hmm. share on your stories mm, yes can we discuss actually... that yeah, I actually was Please. thinking about that because that that goes along kind of with what mm -hmm. you were just saying about like there used to you used to feel this kind of like pressure and stigma to like if you're a business owner and you're a mom that you have to hide that you're a mom. And what I shared about on my story was basically about how business and all of life really is all about human relating. Mm. And part of why I shared that was because that's like something that I'm kind of working through at the moment. And so I guess I'll, I'll just say what it was. Drop <laughs> for, it. For the listeners. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> so I was kind of reflecting on um, how a lot of coaches on Instagram, at least, sound the same. And they mm -hmm. kind of push this narrative of like, 
make 10k a month and like this is how you make 10k a month here's my strategy for 10k a month and just like 10k a month is fucking everywhere like everyone and their mother is throwing up this 10k a month vomit (laughs) and as a new business owner during the pandemic that's what I saw so I'm like okay I didn't even realize that I just like subconsciously was like all right that has to be my goal I guess (laughs) and I think that's not a good goal for everyone and for for me at least and people who can relate to like what I'm currently experiencing in my embodiment in my life I think it's more helpful to focus on connections with humans and focus on like when I sit and talk with other women or when I sit and DM people when I try to share my services with people when I just try to relate to other people what is there what's showing up in my body what is that anxiety coming up in my throat that's preventing me from saying my offering with like energy you know I've seen I've seen a few people and I've done it too like when I look back at my stories from like two years ago like I can yeah I'm like (laughs) oh hire me for your website okay bye (laughs) no I get it I I love that conversation I I could could speak about that for for a very (laughs) good amount of hours um and I am I'm exactly where you are at a very deep level of the that's kind of like my my current process is like the unlearning of yeah bullshit yeah. and I'm I'm not going to be sugarcoat that because oh. you know it's like it's working for everyone and I truly and I'm going to be going further than yours and I probably be going to be hit for that but this is still masculine energy trying to trick you in the feminine energy it's all about the receiving and everything but this is the by me consciousness is like mm-hmm. anything needs to go by me to get the result. And mm. this is a non-sustainable way because, exactly. you know, you were saying like the 10K this, 10K that, but like how many times you want a genuinely, a beautiful network over Facebook, let's say, you and like people ask you to be friends. And the first message they say, it's pitching you already. Oh. And like, I help this, <laughs> yeah. I like, I help blah, blah, blah to make six figure or 10K blah. And I'm like, Okay, darling, let's just sit down. Open Calm your down. heart to me. Yeah, open <laughs> your heart to me. Let's mm. just be sisters first mm. and foremost. And then I see if I like if I'm interested in your service. But Have there you is responded a lot to of someone this... in that way? Hmm? Have you I responded know. to someone in that way? Uh nope. Okay. <laughs> because cause... most of the time they come with the big masculine energy, which okay. If you were to come in the full feminine, they will not understand. So it's it's mm-hmm. also around that. Like the thing is, did I not do that? Actually, I probably did. I probably did. But there is a. I'm curious, we, like how someone would respond to that. <laughs> I keep you That's posted. I, I keep you posted. I, I do okay. this exercise for you. Okay. Um, but it's the um, it's the big like. I think it's just like it's the the very skewed idea and it's not about the online world it's the business world that I don't know if you ever like because you started online so you may never have been on a real 
uh, networking event, the old style one around the table and like doing this pitch and everything. Yeah. This is what you learn a business school, like, you know, the business mm. like street school, because you go and you, you just take the boat and you just go start selling and you're looking at everyone else and you're like, okay, that should be the way. And you learn to present yourself in a selling way. Mm. Like oh. I am this person <laughs> and I help this person to make, to do this, this, uh, to achieve this result. Instead of like, hi, how are you? What are you doing? Where are you from? Yeah. And all over the What do you this. value? Like, know, like what's, you know, yeah. like what's popping? I don't know. Um, I don't know why this, I've said that, but it's the, like, it's the big, deeper connection. And I had, you know, you were saying, did I say that to someone? I don't think I did really, but like I had someone um, that came, you know, I added her on Instagram, on Facebook, and I kept mm -hmm. seeing her message on, on my feed. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And at what point I was like, okay, I cannot sustain her message. This is mm. too 3D and too masculine for me. So I, I removed her, but she, I did not block her. I just removed her. And she kept insisting sliding into my DMs. Like that's the real thing, like sliding into my DMs. And I keep, like, I keep removing and not answering. And yet last time she sent me a gif, like, hey there, have you seen me? And I was like, okay, that's it. Mm. And like, you, you do not understand the realness of what what this is about we're not doing a business transaction we need to come back to what is the most important things in the world is going yeah. to have a hardcore connection it's exactly. mending the bridge of the idea that we all separated mm, so good you know <laughs> but when you get to that like there is people that are not ready for it yet they need yeah. to like i I, you probably in my podcast I talk about this a lot, but it's um I never remember his name, but the the book is about it's called the Second Mountain, okay. and there's a lot of the model like the the coaching model industry, even though I don't like the word industry, but that really models the first mountain, which is fame, power, and money. Mm. It's kind of like I go 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 to the top of the mountain. And, you know, some people will go up the top of the mountain and one point just going something and they feel empty and they go in the valley. But some of us will go in the mid, like gravitate a little bit middle way of the first mountain and you're like, yeah, that's not it. You get hit or whatever and you go in the, in the valley and you go before you really feel fully empty. But the thing is, the first mountain is a mountain that you are conquering. You are uh, like in full force climbing. This, mm. And then when you go in the valley, the second mountain takes you, it mm. conquers you. And it's the, the whole spiritual awakening and all of that. And, you know, like how many people that you've seen that were like, I don't know, it's probably not a thousand, but like if you see even Will Smith, I know like he has a, you know, some of the like weird things happen the last few months. But if you look at Will Smith, Will Smith was a very, very successful man. He had loads of money. And at some point I was like, I'm fucking empty. What's happening? He went to Peru, got ayahuasca. And now is the full spiritual person. Again, when you're spiritual, doesn't mean you cannot be doing silly things that happens. But if you still falling, it was like, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't he know that like about He looked like he had him. everything and huh. he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that, when, when the focus is just on numbers instead of like real people that are going to be there for you to witness you 
to hold you mm. for you to also witness for like how you mentioned before like this is why the sister circles are so important for women important. like we need we need that consistency of connection to first of all like how you said if you can if you come to a sister circle with an intention and you're you like don't have the courage to say it someone else is going to say it because 100 percent because, yeah, the because universe, we're like, all the one source, yeah and source always listen because we are one we are like you mm -hmm. are just the mirror of someone else's so if you come with a a deep intention and you don't need to be like holding the faith like i need to keep this in my mind you just set the intention even before you go into the room i desire to heal this or I desire to hear about that but I'm mm -hmm. not strong enough please show me I guarantee you someone will talk about it in the circle and you're yeah. probably going to cry because it's going to be a very emotional moment and you're like oh my god what's happening here you know and it, it, we're going to talk about man and that will be people that have manifested it you did not manifest it mm. you created it mm. which is the deeper level of manifestation actually mm. we never manifest anything and that's mm. hard for many, many of us. Like even for me, I was like, what do you mean? What I'm not manifesting things. No, I'm creating it. So what what do, would you say is the difference between creating it and manifesting it? Mm, that's a very good question. <laughs> Manifestation is still lying in the 3D consciousness. I don't know, like, I don't know how spiritual your, uh, your uh, listener, like the podcast listener are, but like 3D consciousness is more, uh, it's the... Um, to me like there is a book talking about that it's called the four it has four levels but for me there is three levels in one and then there is the the next step like let's put this way like the end the full energetics of things but when you come back to the uh, the consciousness level is like in the 3d level you have the to me everything happens to me like mm. you know like everything is poor me blah 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 you know you you can't it's everything is dark nothing can change whatever and then at some point you get like a glimpse of like, okay, let's do it. And you go to the by me consciousness that we talked about a little bit before, which is not sustainable. Like they're, they are mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going and going and going, the masculine, the doing and the doing and the doing. And like, and as you were saying about the 10K, let's have that focus of the 10K. And this is not sustainable. Like it can be sustained for a, some level of uh, of time for some of us but at the end of the day most people that do that at some point they stop because mm. it's not sustainable so yeah, they change the way you know they, yeah. they just like that's not working but then when you are like when you when you go in the by me you're kind of listening it's like there probably there must be another way so you kind of like starting and dabbing into manifestation like manifesting um a car space in front of the mm. shop and all of those little things like manifesting, manifesting. And I'm not like, it's not like I'm not saying it does not exist. It's, it's the same thing, but that's the next level of manifestation when you realize that this is still 3D because mm. manifestation is, it's happening, it's happening, happening through me. So it's kind of a fluke thing. You're like, yeah. Meh. you know, it's happening through me. So like I'm manifesting a car, like a car space, but mm. next time I may not kind of like, it's still a kind of like, yeah moving from by me and through me which is or really the through me is usually kind of a a fluke thing it's just like oh yeah i just don't know what happened <laughs> yeah and then 
when you're mm -hmm. kind of like dabbing into the 5d consciousness 5d consciousness the full connection with source realizing that we are all one and we are the creator of everything we see and we do and whatever um and it's it's hard to understand and grasp at some level as well and it's it's hard on the heart as well sometimes let's put it this way um yeah. but the like 5d consciousness is like the creator consciousness is as me which just means that everything that happens you have created it mm, i can see why that is difficult for you know because we were talking about heart. yeah you know, at the beginning of this mm -hmm. of this call we were talking about power and you know men gaze and everything it's just like it's like it's kind of or you know mm -hmm. the rp the r word let's do it this way but like it's the there's like how do you, can you tell me this like i made that happen to me Mm. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this is the levels and I'm like, I'm definitely dabbing into the 5D consciousness, but I'm not fully integrated in that because this part of me, this part of the creator consciousness still rings very deep wound around and trauma mm. and unfairness <laughs> of yeah. things, let's put it this way. Yeah. But this is kind of the idea. I read something recently that kind of, I guess answered the question of like why would I create all this bad quote bad things mm -hmm. that happened to me and in the book he said that the things that happen in your life that are like a contraction like a or like a fear or or anything like that that your higher self creates it for you to be pointed to what's actually true and what's actually real and mm. in this book, it's called Busting Loose from the Money Game. Like it's a, have you read that Ooh, book? It's I'm really good. It. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's a, it's like a, a book that's supposed to be about like money and money mindset, but it's really about like just everything, <laughs> everything. Mm. And he talks about how, like when these things happen in life that are like contractive and like scary and, and, you know feel like they're bad or negative then that's the moment for you to fully feel like let's say it's fear fully feel the fear and amplify it and then come to the realization like I am creating this like there's so mm -hmm. much power in this fear that I am making which means I am fucking powerful mm. and he also talks about how like as we're going on in this life we're kind of living in like a hologram mm. and everything you know around us like we're like we're creating it everything people say to us is like 100 yeah it's oh like gosh. it's it's a mind-blowing book it's so good I actually want to start a book circle for it in October yes I'm here I'm there yes. I'm like yes, yes. I love that <laughs> those kind of books good, I'm like I'm subscribed like on <laughs> um it's already red no I'm kidding but like you know, it's just for the, in that level but yeah and you know giving a, an idea like a, an image of things that sometimes because people it's it's sometimes hard to uh, to grasp it so I like as a psychic I see image but like I'm going if you were to understand about you creating things how many times have you been looking for something and you pursue like you were sure 100% it was not on the table and you come back five minutes ago and it's exactly where you thought it was but yeah. you didn't see it last time <laughs> because it actually changed quantum field it actually shifted like maybe 
80 degrees or whatever and it's out of sight but it's still there but it's in another plane and just I like this morning was like no this afternoon I was looking for my tea um leaf stuff like you know to put my loose leaf in it and I was like mm-hmm. I'm sure it's there I'm looking at it I'm like looked at it like exactly where it was it was not there I just turned <laughs> my head I put it I put my head again it was, it was just there it was like no one touched it that's not even possible <laughs> and I was like you were not there two seconds ago I can't vouch yeah. for it. it it's just yeah. the, the biggest the, the weirdest thing ever but it's just um yeah, is I'd love to read this book. It, it feels like it's a, it's my, it's the my my new my new book definitely. Yeah, my cool. nightstand book. That's the word. Um, but yeah, it's just talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that we are talking about that, and it's getting louder, and we a lot of people are going away from that, and yeah. um, it's unsettling for a lot of a lot of people. Because that's uncentering. also hmm? uncentering. You said unsettling. Yeah, unsettling. Oh, unsettling. Unsettling because you require like going into the more feminine way. Mm. Really, really deeply requires to surrender. And like the mm. verse was like, well, how do you do this? First of all, but it, and the, there is so many deeper understanding of the surrendering and like the the being. Mm-hmm. I I was with a, a client of mine over the week and cracked open in front of us. Like the deep, deep awakening in front of us. And I was like, wow, like the amount of like, she was crying not because she was sad. That was like that deep level of grief of what, what did I do right mm-hmm. now? Mm. What did I, why did I choose, choose that route? And again, everyone's wake like awake at some point in their life it could be at 18 it could be at 10 it could be at 45 or it could be at like 90 this is like you know and it's fine it was meant to be this way but it's yeah. just the the amount of like oh my god i now grasp the idea of what is surrendering i don't mm. know how to do it i grasp the idea and it's just like it's like the, the whole, like, how I do that. <laughs> it's like you don't need to know how. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's the it, it's it's a beautiful field that we are in. I I like I genuinely know that it's the most beautiful thing, like the beautiful field we are in. Um, and we're pioneers. Yeah. In this field. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> you know because like you yesterday your message was like we all like obsessing it's not the word that you said but like let's just like you we're all obsessing about making the 10k mm-hmm. let's just like in terms of a logical side like if you make 10k and you have an expenses of 10k every month you're making zero let's be like let's be fully transparent there as well mm-hmm. but they also just going after the money it's leading yourself to emptiness because yeah. you are like you're not doing the relation the, the real relationship you're just expecting the check yeah instead of expecting the love exchange the con- the soul contract exchange yeah and to me right now in this current paradigm is money is the way to exchange service for time or whatever but if this was tomorrow, 
like there were no more money what we will be trading off love for love yeah yeah you know but the thing is when we are tr expecting the check we're not in a loving relationship yeah that's so true you know and this is yeah it takes it takes balls to own that yeah again ovaries boobs whatever um <laughs> but yeah it's yeah it's it's a big subject that start is starting which is beautiful i'm excited for this new chapter of the humanity um but it's sometimes it's super super new so we yeah don't even know we're still downloading the information like it's like still integrating those so we, we kind of like yeah we see the big picture but there is no words for it yet Mm -hmm. humanity hasn't caught up with whatever is with whatever is coming <laughs> so yeah yeah hmm. and what's wild too is like there's what about 8 billion people on this planet and all these different people wow an hour already went by <laughs> oh yes how i'm so are, i just how are you my on time my my computer said Do not disturb. <laughs> It's 10 p.m. here. how are how are you on time <laughs> do you want to keep going um, I'm I'm good. On the evening, I'm always <laughs> I'm always flexible. So okay that's the reason I love um doing evening one. Mm. awesome good okay um <laughs> what i was gonna say floated away <laughs> oh my gosh! I have it and I can't see it. Ah, oh I can't remember. i'm remembering it i'm remembering it a vision of different planets came, like just little planets came to my mind and that's how i remembered it because yes we're here and we're like you know seeing that there's this like big shift and big awakening coming but what's mind-blowing to think about is like there are people who this isn't even on their radar like going back to the thing of where our consciousness is creating our reality like there are people on this planet who live in a completely different reality than we do they have no idea about the male gaze they have no idea about coming into union with people they have no idea what it's like to not live in scarcity and to like surrender because they're so in it because there's so much conditioning everywhere you know in media even in language I've noticed throughout this conversation there are certain words where you're like industry and then you're like I don't really like that word or you're like the thing where men take over it starts with a p but I don't really like that word I love how intentional you are with that because um, I think words and the way we use English or whatever language you speak is also a part of integrating and and conditioning us. Like, for example, in, in North Korea, there's no word for love. There's Mm-hmm. no Oh my word god, for it love. just Isn't sinks that in so my sad? in my socks. Oh my god, no. There's no word for love there. There's an activist that I that I follow. I don't remember her name. Oh my gosh, I'm like I'm I'm Totally shock. I just don't know why. It's just the not even Yeah, to but be able to define this this feeling. yeah, and you look at the culture there and and when you learn about how certain words don't exist in that that place, you see like, oh, okay, the language is also being used to keep people stuck there because they don't know. I don't even think there's a word for freedom there or liberty Well. or. It's it's the same thing about like the what really 
made women like the the rise of the the, fe- the future is female let's put it this way it's also mm. about like the full uh the full fight even though it was not a fight but like the more the request of like make it if making as much people as possible as literate as possible and i'm not mm. saying you like everything on the books are amazing but knowing how to read gives you the words yeah knowing how to read gives you like the word if you read the word love but you don't know what that means you could go to someone as like can you describe that to me can you explain what is that and then that just like your mind is just going to craft something like a little little things like okay love means this 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 and you could feeling this like like that and that makes something and it's the Mm -hmm. same thing when you learn a new language I'm not, I'm not, I, like, I'm, my English is not my native uh, language. I'm, I'm actually in French. So I had to learn all of those words yeah. that I'm talking with you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, know them even 15 years ago. So I had to learn those mm-hmm. and understand what they mean and the feeling around them and all of these. So, but I, like, I'm shocked by North Korea, to be honest, but I yeah. definitely get you. It's just that it's a pressure, a pressure point. When you don't know, you cannot know. It's the big thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, and... it's like a blind spot in your consciousness. Yeah, like you don't, you don't know don't it, have... and you don't know that you don't know it. <laughs> you don't know. You might feel it, but there is no word to express it. So mm-hmm. it's there is like okay, it's kind of what we were talking about. Like the I was like it's like the what is where are we going? There is so many things that we we feeling it, but there is no words for it. So it's kind of hard to just sit down. I was like, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's nothing to talk about. We don't have the words for it. So how can we talk about that? And but there was another thing that would come into my mind, but I can't remember. So that was not meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The P word. <laughs> I, I do feel like the reason why I'm like, again, like you were saying, like highlighting you like me not like saying I'm not using that word is because I, I, I heard it probably too much mm. and I heard it in the, with the feminine wound, the feminine energy wound, mm-hmm. which it's kind of blaming everything on the P. Okay, I'm going mm. to say the word just so like in case like, so what talking about? <laughs> Patriarchy. And that's kind of like every, like a lot of people would be blaming me like, oh yeah, it's because of the, of patriarchy that women are like that let's be fully analyzing the world okay Mm. women were raising children men and like boys and girls so even though we're talking of the patriarchy in at every level of the society everyone was involved because Mm. they did not know any better wow Wow. And it's the reason like that for me that like, I, again, I might have get some people like, what are you doing here? Like, you know, again, kind of like a rise of, of, but it's just for me, it's just like women, like men were going to work. Women were at home, were at home with boys and they were the one modeling what it is to be a, a man. Mm. And men don't cry this. And there was not like, even though, even I'm sure yeah. dad were involved, like at some level, but most of the time they spend with the siblings and the mom. And the women, yeah. because they were villages. So they were, it's the whole society that are mm-hmm. responsible for where we are. 
And it's hard to even say that because like, wait, how dare you say that about women and everything? They didn't know any better. So I'm not saying, I'm not telling them this is their fault. It's just, they didn't know any better. They were modeling something they were modeled. So yeah. they keep going Yeah. because they didn't have the literacy or the thought or the words to realize this is not right. Mm -hmm. Where we are now, because there were other things to to do. Like we are in the in in the most like I know it's going to probably be weird to say that, but it's never been so. We've never been so free as women or as human in the world. And I'm not saying everywhere in the world is the same, but yeah, it, we never be. It's a golden era for being a human, because most of us. I'm not saying all of us have food on the table, have water or clean water to drink. And we have enough time to think of like, okay, my basic needs are met. What's next? And like climbing the yeah. ladder of like, uh, like of empowerment of, of self-fulfillment. But at the time, even making dinner, we took five hours. <laughs> it was like, what do you have time to do? Oh, I'm going to listen to an audible. There were no audible. <laughs> there, were, there were no access to that. So, yeah. you know, it's just a whole, like we were, like people were modeling from other modeling. So it was just like, it was huge by the beginning. And it was not just because of men. It was, it was the whole society mm. saying that should be the way. Yeah. I've and one time, like, like at that. some point that cracked and it was like, this is not working. Yeah. Got reversed of everything and then gone back to kind of a, a more mix of both and then got like very more strict again and it just brack. And again, it's like the second mountain talks about that in the 50s in even more in, in the US, even more is like people were living in the neighborhood. They were going to the same shop. They were like they were doing everything together. And it was like, oh, that's a beautiful mm. thing. At some point, people was like, actually, it's at some level like we thought we're so empty because there is no individualism. So yeah. from that, that shifted to from the we are all in this together to individualism. Mm. And that was a beautiful thing until certain point, like individualism yeah. get, get, get uh, women uh, the power we have now that helped so much that help the um, reducing the racism, all of like you mm -hmm. know, um, like giving a the giving a voice to everyone. Yeah. But it went to a point that is actually we are at the at the end of that. It's what's happening at the moment is the climbing of the ten k by individualism. Yeah. Instead of like, actually, is there another way to be fulfilled? without rushing just for the paycheck, but fulfilled by the, the interaction, the relationship that I have. And of course, we are in the paradigm that it's still sustained, we need to be sustained by money. So that's the, but it's an energetic exchange and not a paycheck exchange. Yeah, yeah. It's, it does, they do not vibrate at the same level. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get found out if you try to just say that you want relationship and you just want the paycheck yeah yeah and it's going to be very hard for you and i not use that word very lightly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love I the it's, thoughts it's you're kind of conversation tonight I'd say. yeah i love it i love like i've never thought about it that way that it was like everyone but it, it makes total sense it makes total sense and then when you say that like we've never been so free 
I agree with you. And like my soul kind of has this really distant connection to like long time ago living in tribes. And I feel like we might have been more free then, but I don't know. Like we would never know, you know? Like a time where like women and children were like in the center of lifestyle. You're 100% right on that. For sure. I have like when distant. Say... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. My apologies to drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I have distant memories of that, and I always have. And I only recently learned that that was actually real. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> How did I know? Question is is deep. <laughs> oh yeah, we talked about that last time we, we connected. Did. I think we did. Yeah, yeah. And I I agree with you when I was saying like the more the more free is more free of thoughts. Is like more the idea of like we can go deep into subject that really interest us. Going into okay, I got you. like that's the more like the, for mean. me it's the yeah, free like it's of... that that level mm. of like we have food on the table so we have we have the space the mind space to be able to assess our spirituality assess this and assess that. But the thing is yeah. in tribe the food the water and everything was provided so they were they had and they had a very big pillar of spirituality they had wisdom keepers they had like and women were wisdom keepers in in that in in that iteration and again i'm coming back to this book because it's just so good but it, it was talking about that when you know when um the europeans came over to uh, america before it was the us um, and they were the Native Americans there. Mm-hmm. People were kept prisoner, you know, but like European got prisoner by the tribes, like, you know, the Native American tribes. And when the European came and went to save them, quote unquote, they run with the natives. Mm. They run with them. Like, it was just you saved us, but we don't want to be with you. We want to be with them. Because that was that level of community, and we were talking about the one consciousness, like in in even in the Native American level of things, like there is more than just the masculine and the feminine. There is the fluidity of both, mm. which is like integrating everything. And when we are li- in the, when we're living in a society that integrates everything, men is not hardcore men is a man and also women and also something else and in moving in through all of that in fluidity and i'm not mm-hmm. saying they're probably having hardcore men but you know <laughs> there was not the, the the intention of of the tribe and yeah. it was yes that was probably i know not probably it was a beautiful place to be it was not the safest for women at some level as well yeah I, I also uh, recently had something shared with me where it brought me to this kind of like thought where that I, that I want to share with you, mm-hmm. where we were kind of like talking about how women have been, you know, oppressed by the P word <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and how before like in tribes, like it, it wasn't like that women foraged as well. And like very interesting what happened was like the plow was invented and agriculture was was invented and the plow was this big heavy thing that was better for a man to operate because they have mm. naturally more upper body strength than we do and so there was this kind of like flip of like power the man like had, masculine yeah. power yeah. yeah this power flip 
and the space we're in now where women are more liberated than ever and mm -hmm. where there's just we don't this... need upper body strength anymore yeah we don't robots dot that now <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you it. anymore no i'm kidding i'm not saying that i'm like it's not true <laughs> that's very feminist like the hardcore feminist we don't need men we do need oh men. yeah that's we not helpful at all exactly <laughs> yeah that goes back to the piece of like both both of them is needed yeah. it's not one or the other yeah and that's the problem with a lot of like super feminine spaces like if you're hating on men you're exactly you're exactly the same as the patriarchy but yeah. no anyways <laughs> there is no like if yeah. you're not allowing yeah. space for the other energy you're annihilating half of you yeah yeah because we all have feminine and masculine energy yeah, and qualities and characteristics exactly and something i was i was working on saying <laughs> did i cut you again <laughs> <laughs> no cut it's all it's all perfect <laughs> it's all perfect because i love the way it went here and there and stuff beautiful conversation i love this yeah i'm, I'm loving i'm loving this mm. and um so what i was meaning to say was like this kind of like pressure to stay in a box for so mm. long you know, mm -hmm. when you look back on the 1950s and, and, you know, go back in like recent history, how that kind of like, like women couldn't even buy a house a hundred years ago. But in this conversation I was having, we were talking about how, what if this oppression is, is the biggest gift we could have ever asked for? Because we had to oh, I have goosebumps right now because we had You're to like kind there's of... something coming the drop is going to be huge go ahead <laughs> <laughs> we kind of had to go underground and into secret and mm -hmm. form our own underground communities and not even with each other with ourselves too we had to really go within and find you know who who am i where does my power actually come from it doesn't come from the supreme court <laughs> It doesn't come from any type of laws written on a piece of paper. It doesn't come from any words. It comes from your body. And if we didn't have all these years of oppression, we wouldn't be in this chapter we're at now where women are being liberated and freed and we're figuring out how how sacred our yonis are and just like all all of this. Like, I feel like, I feel like a feeling is coming over me and I'm having a very hard time illustrating the words. <laughs> That's okay. Feel it. Feel it all. I feel it as well. And I get you. And at the same time, I'm getting another message. It's like, it was definitely a blessing, but let's be honest, we always been doing it underground. Mm. Women were, were, were like, when the men were out, they were meeting with each other. Like the village, mm, they were not yeah. all about like the children. They were like all about like, how can we support each other? And that was the only way they could do it. Of like, I'm going to help so-and-so. So I could actually get a cup of coffee or not working with her and doing with the kids. But we could get a couple of extra words outside of the society and outside mm. other years and everything. And it's this reason, the thing is, we never lost our power. It's always been there. It's just like, it's been, it's been covered up by the P, but <laughs> 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 like, we covered it by the society. Yeah. Because 
of wanting to put people in boxes as you were saying and i do feel in europe it has been even stronger or like in that level like i'm european so i'm no better in that sense the catholic church mm. has been the worst thing that could have ever happened in europe but at the same time probably the best blessing because mm. we don't know everything yet yeah you know it, yeah, we don't just, know where this is all about it, you know leading it's just to. Like, it's wanting to rule out everything because as you were saying it's not supreme court and everything like this level like catholic religion has been all about ruling everything so you didn't have to think and keeping you in the box of like you are a poor sinner mm. until you redempt yourself every single whatever week uh, and you are keeping yourself small yeah. And I'm like, I got that huge, big, like slap in the face. And it was weird because that was happening when my grandpa passed away in 2017. Um, I It was the last time I went to church and I, I never like really went to church. But like that was like, it never really was religious or anything like that. But it's kind of like the thing you do in this place and like, you know, in the north of France and the priest kept saying that we poor sinners, we lost lambs. And I was like, like, that's kind of, I can now telling you that it's probably my first very big awakening. I was like, I'm not lost. I'm not a lamb. I'm not poor. I'm like, you know, all of those <laughs> things like, this is it. I'm never putting my foot ever again in a church. This is it. Um, <laughs> it's just the big thing of like, and again, there's some people that do you feel comfort comfort in that and i'm like for me it's like my, like as you were saying you, you were talking about the soul the, the soul regression like the the past life regression when you kind of tapping into your past life regression you have so much wisdom from that those past life and they were like telling you like yeah that's kind of bullshit right now even though there was no words for that probably a thousand years ago but you know it's just like this does not add up hmm. and you're like mm, mm. i wonder but again I have a, a, an amazing client of mine and a friend because, you know, like I, my clients are my friends. Let's be like, it's the way I, I, I roll. And she is the voice of Jesus. Like, like when she, like I told her, like you, the only person that mended my, my heart with God. I can't Aww. solely now say God before I was like, I can't even say that word. It's just like, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, and will I go to church? not a chance but her way to describe is the same as us she just have another way of doing it hmm. it's just like you free to think whatever you think this is my own journey and it's just like she's not imposing that on anyone else's and my journey is my journey and i never want to impose that on anyone else i respect every opinion um i respect them Whatever yeah. you think, it's your thought, it's your process. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. And this is the biggest thing in the world that when we get to that level of I respect either or answer with no judgment, you do you kind of thing. That's a definite, definitely different energetics. And it's just beautiful to, to be in those kind of rooms, to be honest. I love it. I love everything that you've brought here. And 
Can we do keep... that every week? <laughs> I know, like I could keep talking to you. I feel like we need to do another recording, but we'll do it. Towards the end, I like to ask a certain like set of questions. Mm-hmm. So let's Go move ahead. into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first question is, what does self-love mean to you? Oof. Give me a second. Because when I hear self-love, I'm getting I'm I'm getting a, a weird answer. So I'm going to share that. It's just it's okay. huge. And <laughs> what okay. are you saying about that? But <laughs> I do feel like self-love has been at some level. Um what's the word? taking on by the ma- um, the masculine energy it's like kind of like self-love it's kind of like a lot of uh, to do with beauty external beauty mm-hmm. to me it's like like when you like a lot of people like self-care and everything oh i i do self-care i do my i i just put my cream on my face or i go to the spa which are all amazing don't deny but we kind of forgot that self-love is also inner self inquiry and be with ourselves in silence. Mm. But this world has conditioned us to be doing things. So we cannot be and we kind of tend of like, and I'm not saying there's something wrong about listening to music. I love listening to music, but there is a lot of things like in the world, in terms of self love, we're going to be doing the, the cream and everything, but we're going to have a podcast music. We're going to have Netflix, whatever. We are numbing the most important intimate part of us, which is the discovery of us. So Mm. it's a long answer about self-love, but it's just self-love. The whole holistic way of self-love is actually booking yourself in the calendar and not being available to anyone but yourself. That's the real deep self-love with no phone. Or, or phone, like you, you removing the apps that will lead you to go and do something else. It's just being your phone, put your voice note if you want to talk, that's fine. Connect with friends if you want, that's fine. But you need to be with yourself and you need to be uncomfortable being with by yourself. Because after that, this is deep self-love, lady. And you know that, you know, being with yourself is the best date you could ever have. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I love yeah. my partner, it's the best date. Yeah. <laughs> Is the fulfilling yeah. of the cup. Yeah, for sure. So mm. true. I love that answer. Oh, I need, oh, I hope, like, I don't know. I don't know what I said, but it needs to be written and it needs to be on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the, I'll clip it and send it to oh, you. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I tag you there. Yeah. I'll mm. send it to you on like a Google Drive or something. Yeah. Great. Um. Next question is just finishing the phrase, the way to my heart is love (laughs) deep unconditional love and then what makes you feel the most grounded Mm. connecting with Gaia Mm. stargazing is my fave love it Mm, that's just like feeling the your your feet connecting with the earth and feeling like energetic roots going through the, the the earth is just you cannot even grasp that it is like when you haven't really started your awakening you, you cannot even realize this is possible but when you get there you're like 
this is weird <laughs> and yeah. good at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the earth is a living being. She's it's alive. It's mother. It's the mother. Yeah. She's the creation of all. Yeah. Without the earth, we would not be here right now. Exactly. So she's the mother. That could be a whole conversation. <laughs> That's going to be very theoretical though. But yeah. <laughs> Theo <laughs> theological, is it the word? Like very kind of out there. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I'm here for any kind of those kind of conversation anyway. <laughs> yeah, same. And then what is your favorite part about being a woman? Mm. I heard my yoni, that's how I'm going to say that, like the reception part and also the leading movement that's happening in the world. Mm. And not the feminist way, you know, is mm -hmm. the future is female, but future is female is like the sexual power of women is rising. So mm. we can actually own the place that we are always been designed to have mm -hmm. in the most nurturing, loving and caring way, which is going to shape, shift the world entirely differently. Mm. If it's leaded by a woman, the world would be definitely different. It's not, mm. not even a question unless she's wounded and she, she leads from the masculine. What's interesting about that is like when a baby is born, their leader is mom you know mm -hmm. like you have kids you know i don't have kids yeah. yet but i've done a lot of babysitting and i used to work in a daycare and when dad is there it's like yeah okay but like most babies they want mom you know mom oh, is yeah. i have three we're all yeah yeah so there's like go to dad that's tiring <laughs> yeah she's yeah. like mom it's like oh. <laughs> not grab this word i want to change this word i don't want this word anymore in my life but yeah it's just i love my kids it's just like sometimes the moms can be said five times in less than a, in a, a minute so it's a lot oh, I but bet. yeah i get you and it's a beautiful analogy yeah. you're right so <laughs> for the people who are here listening where can they find you online how can they find out more about your work and if there's any like offering or anything that you're feeling called to share in this moment i want to give you sure. space for that so you can normally mostly find me on instagram even though i'm doing oh what happened oh no of the podcast you um, cut out for a second oh yes it's what i thought I, I see my like i was saying you can mostly find me on instagram and i'm uh, under divinely lucy on instagram and also if you like this kind of thought i would love to invite you to my podcast and go into that kind of deep level of conversation because it's something that are very juicy and message from me and they most of my, like not most, all of my message are channels because as I was saying mm. during the conversation, I'm a psychic. So if you really wanted to kind of deep deeper into your own soul and your own discovery, I would definitely um, invite you to explore the transmission, which is a one-on-one -on -one call, uh, two hours with me and a couple of extra days over Voxer or Marco Polo, it doesn't really matter. And where we go deep into your soul and kind of like connect you to your higher timeline which is such a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. I love doing that. <laughs> Amazing. So the links to find Lucy will be in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank this you. This is beautiful. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe, and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.